0: We head on over to the KRDO Newsline where we're joined by national correspondent Rory O'Neill. And Rory, the the fighting and the uh, just the scenes of devastation in Gaza uh, e- equaled by what we saw, of course, on October 7th. But uh, when we're seeing what's happening in Gaza, there have been calls for a ceasefire. And now it looks like there might be that pause
1: yeah a pause and you know a a ceasefire i guess means that both sides agree to stop fighting a pause is something that one side or the other could do unilaterally so israel says it will pause daily attacks for at least four hours a day today it's six hour breaks uh to give more time for people in gaza from northern gaza to move south uh to that part of the territory because uh, israel's fighting is focused in the northern part and they want to give the innocent civilians a pathway to safety. Um, It also allows time for humanitarian um, uh, relief efforts to enter into Gaza from Egypt. That's another important component here. But uh, we're still, uh, in terms of a longer pause, maybe that could be arranged if the hostages are released. I think that was the message we got from Benjamin Netanyahu. But as you said, I think the Arab League, just a short time ago, demanded a complete ceasefire Uh, as this uh, attack now or this conflict now uh, rages for more than a month.
2: Yeah, and we've seen a lot of, um, you know, the international community and community kind of coming together, speaking uh, through a number of these other meetings. Has there been any discussion as far as uh, having meaningful movement towards some of those hostage releases or anything else that uh, seems to be a lot of these sticking points right now?
1: Yeah, we're not seeing much uh, we're not getting details anyway about some of the negotiations to release those i think it's 239 hostages now uh, a lot of those talks are happening with the help of the country of qatar many hamas leaders actually live in qatar not in gaza so uh, that's where some of the discussions are being held and it seems to be you know it's talked about in circles that it, you know we'll give you a few days of a pause if you release these hostages, uh, it seems like there are almost two kinds of pauses, these short daily ones, and then perhaps a longer one would be dependent uh, on the release of hostages.
0: But Israel's sense of safety has been so shattered by the attacks and, and, and they feel the only way to regain it is to crush Hamas. But Hamas is so embedded with the civilian uh, population there in Gaza.
1: Right, and that's the real challenge. Uh, Look, to be clear, Israel remains committed to its goal of eliminating Hamas once and for all. Uh, So that's still their stated objective here. But there's been a lot more pressure, even the U.S. Secretary of State, Antony Blinken, saying that too many people, innocent people, have been killed in Gaza uh, far too many Palestinians have been killed, is the quote. So that really does put more pressure on Israel to, to show that it is handling this war, waging this war responsibly.
0: And, and you know, any time that a Palestinian civilian uh, who doesn't have any connection to Hamas, but any time they're killed, their family members, are they they then ripe to be recruited by Hamas? Uh, you know, it's it's very difficult to see all these civilian deaths.
1: Well, right. And, you know, how how much uh, is Israel creating the next generation of Hamas by carrying out these attacks, right? I mean, their goal is to eliminate them, but uh, a lot of this death and destruction will only create more of them. So it's, uh, again, that's that difficult balancing act.
0: All right, Rory O'Neill uh, reporting from uh, the tense and uh, violent situation from Gaza and Israel. Thank you.
1: Thanks. We'll talk to you soon.